you know, when you are hiring someone new, for instance, it's like, okay, well, I've never worked with this person. And I try and get, you know, feel like have a, a call with them just to kind of like see what their personality is like and how they work and ask questions like what um, software do you use? Like, how long do you think it takes you, you know, like we'll look at their portfolio, like, oh, you know, on average, how many days did that take? Or, you know, just so I have an idea of, um, you know, their output too, because I don't want to be like, hey, we need like 20 images by, you know, tomorrow. And that's totally unrealistic. But, you know, just so it's paced right and not stressing them out. And I'm making my deadlines too, or can uh, set expectations. But Hello and welcome to the Art Department Podcast, episode 40 with Emmanuel Shu in San Francisco, myself, Jan Urschel here in Singapore. And we have a special guest today out of also Marin County um, in the US. And uh, you can hear my kids screaming in the background, I think. Um, but we have, <laughs> we have Nic Nicole Lita here today. Um, she is currently senior concept and development um, producer at Weta. And she's going to talk a little bit about um, her job, her history, and also um, because she's on the hiring side and what she's looking for with uh, concept artists and um, artists in general. So uh, maybe, Emmanuel, do you want to have a... Yeah, well, I mean, you just kind of yeah. took my intro <laughs> right there. But, but no, I mean, uh, I've known Nicole for a long time. Uh, we've worked together on many projects. And um, I, when I thought about, well, you know, from a production standpoint, who, who would be a good person to bring on to the show to, to let people know about that side of the production, I thought of Nicole or I thought of you right away because I had, I mean, I had a really good time working with you, uh, and it was pretty seamless, uh, and and it was just, it was just a good time. That's why we've been on so many projects together, and uh, I just thought, well, who better to introduce us to that side of it? Because I mean, there might be stories and things that come up that that I even didn't realize, uh, but we've had a lot of discussion about. Uh, working with people and certain artists and um you know how to get the best out of them and all that kind of stuff so mm -hmm. uh just really think it'd be great to get your point of view and uh yeah so if you would let us know a little bit you know just start with who, you know what you're about who you are where you go to school stuff like that okay well thank you guys for having me on the podcast and uh yeah i mean to not get too long-winded my uh my journey, I actually started out um, in journalism. I went to school for broadcast journalism and I did a minor in visual arts and I was doing photography and, you know, I loved um, art and, um, but my parents were like, oh, you can't make money in art. And, you know, I didn't, I was never a good artist to like go to art school, but I always appreciated arts. And, um, but I also, you know, love telling stories and journalism and my brain's kind of split with the whole organization and getting things done. So I started out at PBS for like four years and then I was like, eh, this is uh, I was working for like a financial news show, which was like the most probably boring thing imaginable. But it was during the financial crisis. So that was actually quite exciting as in. I learned a lot, you know, about the world and 
just the way things work and, you know, business side um, of things. But uh, I always wanted to work in movies and I just really never knew how, you know, I'm like grew up in Florida and Miami and, you know, it's a far away from the industry. I mean, everything's online these days and a lot, you know, it's easier to like more accessibility. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, in the two thousands, I just said, okay, I'm going to move to San Francisco. And I kind of had my eyes on Lucasfilm and I was, uh, I just took any job just to get out here. And then, you know, I had a contact that knew someone that knew someone. And I was like, constantly bothering them like hey you know i you know, i'm uh, interested and um so i finally got through and i just said look can i just get it if you could just help me get an interview like that's all i would love you know and don't expect anything um because i came from like a production background but more in news you know which is totally different than film but i was like oh you could totally transfer any production skill really it's like being organized and meeting a deadline or and I had like a daily deadline in film you know we have a couple of years in animation even longer so I was like wow this is a lot easier but a whole new uh lingo to learn um so anyway I started out at Lucasfilm Animation and I started out in the art department and I just finally was like okay this is where I want to be like I love working with artists and I was like learning so much and just being around, you know, a creative environment, like to go from like reporting on Ben Bernanke in the Federal Reserve to like working in cartoons. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, like this is how did I end up here? So, uh, yeah, I did that for a while. And then um, then I, you know, as an animation, I worked on a project that uh, George Lucas was involved in it was kind of right before he sold to disney and it's called strange magic and this project i think had a couple of uh different versions of it i think oh, yes. you know it was kind of going on for 10 years or so like there was i think two versions before i was on it and then another version were you on it Jan? i at i was at point? i was at lucasfilm when they finally i think kind of well, actually, the last two versions, while they were being right. done in Singapore, partially, I, I was I was at Lucasfilm. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah. Uh, that's where we met, Nicole, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, because yeah, I came for rock. an interview. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I used to go, to, it was at uh, uh, Big Rock, right? Mm -hmm. And and I, I, I would go there and meet up with the guys for lunch. Uh, and then one time, I think I met Simon and then... Mm -hmm. had an interview and i think i met you there i don't know if you remember yeah, yeah i do of yeah. course i remember anyway yeah, con yeah continue continue eddie and paul and all those guys um yeah so i was you know lucasfilm animation i started out kind of at the bottom worked my way up like coordinator production manager um so i started on animation and then uh it was kind of the changing of you know, Disney was acquiring Lucasfilm, and then that was, that was when all the new Star Wars projects were, you know, percolating, and timing worked out, and I, I transitioned into the ILM art department, and I pretty much, like, it feels like it was forever ago. I mean, gosh, it was 2013, I guess, 20, no, end of 2012, and um, yeah, so then I was all in 
all in Star Wars land for the next uh, couple of years and got to work closely with Doug Chang and Rick Carter, which was amazing. I learned so much working with, you know, these legendary production designers and um, yeah. And then I've worked, you know, Jan worked on Rogue One Mm. with us remotely and um, yeah, I've just been, I mean, I'm honestly, I have like the best job in the world working with artists. I really, feel lucky because every day or usually every day we get like new artwork and it's like getting a Christmas present because you have no idea what you're going to get, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, hopefully it's a Christmas present. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or cool. Right. (laughs) Um, No, I'm kidding. Um, But yeah, so I mean, so I was at Lucasfilm for a bit, worked on, you know, the Star Wars films, and I also worked on the theme park, uh, you know, the whole Galaxy's Edge, which to me was um, a lot of fun, like sometimes more than the film projects because we got to work closely with Imagineering, and those guys are, like, just, um, like, if you know all the care and detail they put into, like, trying to make, you know, families' experiences going to Disney like it's just unbelievable how much they put in and you know being part of that whole creative process and the R&D and like what's the land gonna smell like you know down to like the smell and what are you gonna drink there you know like what am I gonna feel when I go to this part like it was just a whole other level of like um creating an experience that's outside of just you know going to a film or watching it on on a screen you know you're immersed in this environment so i really really enjoyed that project but um yeah uh then found my way over to new zealand um in 2016 and i just kind of wanted to change uh i was on star wars for you know a while and very you know exciting but um i just wanted a an adventure and so like why not move to new zealand especially when we had a certain uh you know political (laughs) party in office a lot of people i think were looking to (laughs) just get out for a bit and i was one of those people um so yeah i found my way at weta and you know, they're an amazing group. I mean, obviously, you guys are familiar with their visual effects work. And they're, um, yeah, they're just, uh, I, I don't know. So now I'm back with Weta. I actually was with them for a couple of years. And then I had to come back to the States for family reasons. And I kind of took up another job in AR. I was at Magic Leap for a bit. And Emmanuel and I worked together on a couple of projects there, Um which were a lot of fun, but, um, yeah. And then I found my way back to Weta and now working with them remote and heading up this new division that's primarily focused on development and not just visual effects, but, you know, development for, uh, you know, movies or animation or VR game, not games as in like, we're going to, um, do a whole game design but if you know people want concepts or you know we want to be a place that um people can come to or creatives and where they're a filmmaker and develop ideas with our amazing concept artists so you know the the concept artists i hire you know getting to that um it really depends on the project you know and just casting the right kind of talent where 
you know, obviously I look at ArtStation and I know a lot of, you know, I have a pretty good network already, but I am always looking for new talent too, because, you know, some of the people I know, they might not be available or, you know, it's a specific, um, you know, aesthetic or, you know, I feel like I'm always uh, trying to find the right fit, you know, or what I think, you know, uh, would be successful for the project and also, you know, expanding my network. And, you know, I always love meeting new artists. And um, your other question about like, you know, what do I look for? I mean, I actually, I really like when I look at the portfolios, um, obviously I love seeing beautiful renderings, but I, I do love seeing like the sketches and the process and like, you know, when you are hiring someone new, for instance, it's like, okay, well, I've never worked with this person. And I try and get, you know, feel like have a, a call with them just to kind of like, see what their personality is like, and how they work and ask questions like what um, software do you use? Like, how long do you think it takes you, you know, like, we'll look at their portfolio, like, oh, you know, on average, how many days did that take? Or, you know, just so I have an idea of, um, you know, their output, too, because I don't want to be like, hey, we need like 20 images by, you know, tomorrow. And that's totally unrealistic. But, you know, just so it's paced right and not stressing them out. And I'm making my deadlines, too, or can uh, set expectations. But so um, yeah, I have actually a question connected to that, and and yeah. maybe maybe you could go in a bit more detail uh, in, when it comes to like the decision making process in, in a company like Lucasfilm or Weta, because I mean, artists on the one side uh, when they get contacted, they're usually like, oh, really euphoric and like, oh, amazing, and then for various reasons, it, I don't know, sometimes it does work out, sometimes it doesn't, and they usually go like. If it doesn't work out, you have all these thoughts in your head of like, oh, I'm not good enough. Am I too expensive? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, but that's not, I mean, I don't want to say that's rarely the case, but it's, there's so many different factors in terms of, yeah, the planning, the, the, well, the price point is a, is a factor. And I mean, it's not only that there's one person looking through ArtStation and saying, okay, you, 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 and you, and that's it, right? It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, could you maybe, uh, I don't know, go in a bit more detail and kind the of process. what the process is like and maybe what are the things you really look for? Like what, what, what gives the, is it the, is it the punctuality? Is it the personality or is it really all about the portfolio? I mean, there's all, all these, all these different things. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, the portfolio is always the first, yeah, you yeah. know, point of reference, like, okay, their work's amazing. I want to work with them. Um, you know, sometimes the planning falls apart where, you know, there might be a certain budget for a project. And then, you know, I might contact a couple of artists, you know, because it's also like based on availability, right? Like, um, one artist, may, you know, it's like drive probability. It's like, okay, if I contact six maybe only three are available or you know we might want only need moonlighting or you know I have a small budget to work with um it's never that they're not good enough it's I think really yeah it comes down to budget timing mostly and then you know um I try to be you know like whoever I contact first or you know like also in that order I mean as in whoever I mean I don't want to say it like that but um I just try and give uh what's the word I'm looking for just uh 
you know, it, it really, it's a number of factors. I wouldn't say price point is so much because I know the artists are usually around certain rates. So I'm accustomed to that. It's really the budget I'm working with, but, um, and just who's available and timing. Cause sometimes it's like, oh, I got to start tomorrow. And just to get the paperwork going and all that, and, you know, that stuff takes time. Um, but yeah, I mean, as in punctuality and things like that, um, I do look for, you know, I want to work with people that are easy to work with too. It's like, who wants to have a stressful job chasing someone like, Oh, did you submit your work? And, you know, contacting them. And, you know, I just, I've been lucky to work with super professionals, you know, where, I mean, I've had to have a little bit of the chasing and handholding, which, you know, obviously like working with the new artists and get, let them get up to speed I don't expect them to know the process of like where to submit or you know like every every company has different tools and ways of working but um yeah I I, I really I mean I try to build trust and respect obviously in any relationship whether it's with a, a colleague or a friend or you know and where you know, I can depend on them to deliver and they could depend on me to really uh, make sure they get paid, <laughs> number one, but also, you know, like kind of look out for them too, as in, um, you know, if the deadlines are totally unreasonable, like I do push back and say, okay, well, you know, this is really what we can do. And part of that is knowing the artists well enough to know what they can accomplish in a time because, I mean, there's a lot of times where I saw, you know, just projects have unreasonable deadlines where they're like, for one, I won't name names, but I was at this company and, well, I could just say it magically, but I think they never understood how to really work with artists or they were learning to, but, you know, they're, they're a tech company and they make you know, uh, glasses, but they want to get into content and they're like, Oh, can we get this art like by tomorrow? And I'm like, no, or they they wanted to change a woman to a man, you know, like in the concept, they're like, Oh, can you just do that? And I'm like, yeah, it's not just like push a button and, you know, it has to look good. And the, you know, it's, it's, it takes work and time. And so I think they, you know, they didn't understand the process. So I, a lot of times I had to like, you know, tell them like, okay, this is reasonable or, you know, we could do this in a couple of days, but you know, it, it I really want to be uh, proactive and not, you know, there's no sense in like stressing people out and then you're rushing work and you're, then the artist is not putting their best. I mean, obviously they'll do the best they can, but when it's rushed and under stress, which I know you guys do a lot of that kind of stuff sometimes. Um, but I, you know, if, if it's a crunch period, okay, we all get that. But if it's like that every time, you, you know, everyone's just getting burnt out and it's just not productive, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, 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 I totally get that. And, and I think, you know, one of the reasons I did, you know, I was talking about why, bringing you on was uh, good is that you know I, I had a really good experience working with you and I've worked with a lot of different people um, and I feel like it's it's a quite rare um, to find somebody who's trying to look out for you uh, and and to spot that uh, uh, and I think that's why sometimes I feel like uh, 
asking you, you know, some of these questions is really important for people who are trying to get in. Like, like specifically, I, I know that uh, because you were talking about sort of the, the price point before, right? And, and I, 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 I get asked this a lot and email a lot mm -hmm. is that if they come in at a, let's say they say, well, I am at, um, you know, 800 a day uh, and that's out of your budget you will you respond and say hey uh, it's out of our budget our budget is 600 uh you know would you want to do that because i think a lot of people ask that because they feel like they're afraid to say what they actually want to make uh and what they should make uh, because they're afraid that if they say it then they're never going to hear back i mean is that really something that happens no i never not with me. I always think, you know, ask for the rate you feel you should get, you know, because I, I would hate, you know, like someone is like, oh, I should ask for more money. I'm working so hard. And, you know, and I think the one thing artists do, too, they undervalue themselves a lot. You know, like, sadly, I wish they didn't. Um, and I'm not saying everyone does, but I have, you know, my nephew's an aspiring artist and he's asking me and I'm like, ask for this or that, or, you know, if you don't ask for it, you don't know. Right. And obviously you don't want to like, you know, um, like, you know, price yourself out of a job, but if you feel like, okay, I'm a mid-level concept artist, what are other people like, you have to really, I mean, I never look at the rate as in like, Oh, that forget it. That guy is way too expensive. Or, you know, I really look at the work and who the person is and, you know, that stuff to me, mm. obviously I am working within a budget, but you know, if I have like three people that are like super expensive, I can maybe only have, you know, one person and then two people that are more mid-level, you know, so I do try to break it up and that's something I, you know, I like to have senior artists because they come with so much experience and I know they can deliver, but I also, you know, hope that they inspire the junior artists that are, you know, coming up too. So I, I do like to have a team that's um, well-rounded in that sense. Cause I think everyone's learning from each other, you know, at the same time. And yeah, I mean, I, I always tell, I mean, my, I tell them that I'm like, okay, ask for what you think is fair. I mm -hmm. honestly don't think anybody's going to not get back to you just because you're out of their budget. Yeah. They'll, they'll just say you're out of our budget. Right. Uh, yeah. And we can do this because we do like your work. Right. That's why we're talking. Um, and, but you know, I, I want to hear it from sort of the other side, which is your side, uh, yeah, the considerations that you have to make, uh, when you look at a portfolio, I mean, is there, I mean, aside from the fact that you're kind of, going oh you know like um yeah i like it you know like that's a very sort of general term but mm -hmm. i mean is are there things you look for in there like that are specific to like if you think okay um uh are you specifically looking for something that will fit that job or are they a good artist in general or you know what i mean yeah it's a variety of that like you know obviously like certain projects have a very you know it's like okay this is you know, we're looking at something that's going to be like a Blade Runner or whatever, you know, so we definitely want to look for that in a portfolio, which we see a lot of, you know, because um, everyone loves Blade Runner, but, and I'm, I'm just saying as an example, so, um, but yeah, I mean, the portfolio, it's, 
if it's a specific job and I'm like, oh, this, this guy, you know, this is like his DNA, you know, it's like one-to-one matches in like, I think he'd be great for this project because he's doing everything in his portfolio that I've already heard as a brief or, you know, little rumblings of like what, what the director wants or the visual effects supervisor. Um, but it, it's also, you know, word of mouth, right. Of like working with, you know, having a community of artists that I can, you know, that I feel are some, you know, some are friends like you, Emmanuel, and, you know, just kind of like, have you worked with this person? And, you know, that kind of stuff, I could get a <laughs> I get little a lot bit of, of those phone calls from you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, how much weight is that for you? You know, I mean, obviously, like people, I know, you're always going to trust the people, you know, right? Or like, they're usually their opinions. And, you know, if you know them well enough, they're, they're honest, like, I know, you're very honest. Um, and, and it's just, uh, you know, it's more of like, I just want to weed out um, the super high maintenance divas, which uh, luckily I haven't had to work with many. I don't think there are many, but I do hear there are some once in a while. And, you know, that's, um, you know, nobody wants to really work with someone that's got a, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of, I don't want to say issues, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can I be honest. I mean, yeah. the, some people are harder to work with, and I, yeah. I think it's just you know Nicole's just being really nice and, and saying it in a nice way. But I'm just saying, just don't be a jerk because it yeah. will get around, and and you know before you know it, you know you're going to be labeled as a certain thing, and so just be careful because. I think it there yeah. is I mean if someone tells you um hey this person you got to watch out because you know he was a you know he wasn't so good when you know we were working together you, you will take it into account right I mean it's not like you know you take 100% from it or, or Oh yeah no I mean yeah everyone's got a different experience too and like certain projects like you know, like I'm always trying to cast the artist or the talent of like what I think would work well for a certain project and like the team, the dynamic you're setting up. Like, you know, I said like a senior artist or a junior artist, but every artist is so different, right? And what um, they produce and their personalities and also like, just like anyone, you know, you put a bunch of people in a room, like we might all get along and some of us might not and who's to know, right? Really, but um, kind of setting up you know if you know certain dynamics or people you've worked with and um I do take into account you know it's like if if I'll ask around and it's like oh it's so and so and they're like yeah they're great you know and I'm like okay cool but um if I get a couple of like oh they're you know like whatever then I'll, I'll you know maybe deprioritize them on the list of artists I'm looking at because that's fair. That's fair. you know why would I want to um, have a headache when I don't need one, you know? Exactly. Um, I mean, it's funny because you're the one that, uh, that I mean, I, I've talked to you the most about things like that. I mean, it, it, you know, it is absolutely true what she's saying because she's, you're saying uh, you actually have called me many times to ask me certain things. And, and, and I think it takes a certain amount of uh, a, a person that really actually cares about the dynamic um, of the team and who they're hiring. Uh, so I think it's important, you know, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, 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 please. I'm just rambling on. Um, um yeah. 
Yo, okay, um, so so okay. Uh, um, one more thing is is another big question I get a lot is I'm a jack of all trades. Should I jack of all trades or should I specialize? So when you see a portfolio that's like got everything, or a portfolio that's really specific, you know, is there one that you kind of tend to like? If you had to get some advice, like what would you say? You know, I mean. You know, they say jack of all trades, master of none, right? But I actually, I like to see range, you know, because the one thing, if you are typecast in a sense of like, okay, well, you know, this film is this genre and now I'm going to look for artists in this genre. And like, if there's a vehicle or, you know, something that stands out where I'm like, oh, this is like the right vibe, you know, but I do like to see, you know, there's an artist I work with that. I love working with him because he's so versatile. I mean, he's so easy to work with. And I call him quite often because I know anything I throw at him, he can do, you know, whether it's animation or characters. And he's not that strong. in. I mean, he's good in environments. It's not his first thing, you know, but he could do it. Um, and I mean, like a lot of you artists, like I know, I mean, I know you're mostly environments, but you do some character, you know, everyone's got their strengths. Um, but I, I do like having, like seeing a range because I think as artists too, like, you know, sometimes you want to grow in areas that you're like, okay, well, I don't always do this, even though, you know, I'm really good at environments or whatever, but I want to do more characters. And if you're always doing environments, you never get to do the characters. And I think, you know, you guys want to try out new things too, I'm sure all the time. So I do like to see a range, but I mean, Jack of all trades, I think it's good to be flexible. Like you don't want to just be like, I only do this because you are um, limiting potential jobs you could get. Right. I mean, if you have a, but you also don't want a portfolio that's like, you know, quality over quantity. Right. You don't want to have like a million images of like, I mean, maybe you do. I mean, but most people's attention span, you know, if you're on art station or something, you'll like go through, you know, how, how far will you scroll? Right. I mean, maybe if it's really exciting, you're like, I just want to see more and like drool, but you know, if you are going through and trying to see, but, um, yeah, I think and I you're mean, looking look at a lot of people, right? It's not just one person you're looking at oh, maybe yeah, 10, no. 20. Yeah. Yeah. I look, I mean, the thing is like, you know, I like working with people I've worked with already because I have a shorthand as any of us, right? Like in most films, it's like, it's usually the same kind of crews, you know, like directors are always, you know, going back because it, it works, right? And, um, but I, I do like to find new artists all the time because there's so many amazing artists that it's like, you don't even know about her. Like I'll even look on Instagram or, you know, mostly art station though. And you know, like some of you guys are posting other people's work that I've never, you know, seen before. And I'm like, oh, that guy's amazing. Like he'd be good. You know, I'm always just trying to keep a pulse on like new artists and looking at their styles. And then, you know, I'm hearing about projects coming up and, you know, I'm like, oh, that person might be good. You know, that happens quite often. Um, and I, I, you know, I just, there's just so much new artists all the time. And, you know, um, even though I like the people I work with, more you know like that i have a right um but they're they're usually not available so <laughs> i gotta look elsewhere too i, I you have like a yeah. database oh go, go ahead no, no, yeah. it's okay it's okay you can um... no, i mean I, I just i mean i was just 
you know, kind of interjecting, like, I wonder if you have a database that you kind of go, okay, I saw somebody good environment person. I'm going to put them on my list, you know, kind of thing. Do you? Yeah, that, I do. You know, yeah. yeah. I actually reach out to artists and, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I just make introductions where I'm like, I don't really have a project right now, but I love your stuff. And, you know, I wanted to start a conversation, like see what your rate is, you know, if you're interested in working with us. Um, and then if there's a project that comes, you know, cause sometimes like these projects drop in your lap and you're like, okay, I got to find artists like now. Right. I mean, we have our internal team too, but they're doing a lot of show work and I'm more looking at the freelance pool and, you know, it's some, it, it, it's good to like have those conversations early and get to know people rather than Mm. like last minute, like, Hey, I just met you. You want to help us out? It's a little bit like, okay, great. You know, but it's, I, I I do try to have some, uh, you know, uh, just communication if I can, you know, with certain artists beforehand, um, as opposed to like just calling them up, like help me. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, I see. More importantly, well, we have to, more importantly, yeah. we have to ask: Do you have a blacklist? Does that exist? A blacklist. It's like, oh my uh, god, I'm never gonna work with these guys again. Yeah, yeah, don't don't, don't hire like, them. Like this is the time to you know like if you do you can say it i mean it's not Are you want me to name all the no, <laughs> no i have a blacklist i mean i guess a mental blacklist like yeah a mental actually, one, right? i haven't really you know i have to say like i don't think i really have like i've mostly had good experience you know and if they haven't been good there might be other re- you know i try to be very understanding or about nice. you're too nice <laughs> no but it's true it <laughs> is it's like you know there's so i've never had an experience where the person is just solely like <laughs> you know doesn't deliver is totally crazy you know whatever i've been lucky um maybe you know that i have because i try to like weed it out before that happens you know like if i take a a risk with someone that's like you know everyone's like oh they're horrible to work with and i'm like i'm still gonna hire them (laughs) and you know you dig your own grave yeah um, but no, I don't really have a blacklist. No, <laughs> That's good. No, just, because there's always these rumors uh, like uh, uh, circulating that like, oh my gosh, like you're on the blacklist of that company because you did X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I wanted to ask. Well, there, the, there might be a yeah. company blacklist, but I don't oh my have God. one personally. <laughs> but yeah. I have actually some questions about how to say yeah. like maybe effective, t- like how to effectively build a team and the kind of things you're looking for. Like, because I mean, and there's multiple questions in one maybe but i mean i'm assuming that it's not always only up to you who gets hired i'm sure that i don't know there's a production designer coming in he has his own people that he loves and he says hire x y and z because i need them and then whoever else like you can you can fill in the gaps i don't know or maybe it's sometimes completely up to you i guess or the director has favorites i don't know um, that's what I'm imagining at least happens, right? Because I mean, yeah, there's a bit of that. I mean, so sometimes, yeah, obviously every production designer has people that they rely on and, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, well you can't work with them. Here's, you know, these three other artists that you've never worked with. Um, I try to have a balance because, um, 
obviously we want to work with, um, you know, we want people to feel like they have the tools they need or the, the people they need. I don't want to call you guys tools, but, you know, to do their job. Right. So, yeah, a lot of times production designers will have their but sometimes we don't have a production designer on a project, you know, like we'll have, um, you know, some projects are smaller than others. And, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, let's just start off with a couple of concepts and then you know, the project grows and we bring on a, you know, or designers at attached to the project and then they bring in their people, you know, it, it, it's a combination. I feel like there's always evolution, right. To every project, um, especially in development, like we're working on a couple of projects now and there's no production designer, but I'm like, mm, we should probably use someone that's like a consultant that is a production designer because I think this project so I, you know, I actually reached out to a production designer. I'm like, hey, can you come consult? And then he came and said, like, okay, I want to. I'm like, do you want to work with some people? Or I offered up like five artists. You know, I'm like, here's some people I think would be good, but you're working with them, so obviously I want you to, you know, choose. So he did pick, you know, two people, which I'm like, okay, you know, let's get them on. And but we do try to have like a, a hybrid, you know, like obviously we have or artists at Weta too. So, you know, there's a combination of external, internal type of thing. And it's mostly just, you know, resources. Like we have our show work and in-house and then we have to, you know, we have all this extra stuff. But um, so building a team, I mean, it's really dependent on the project. It's like, well, what's needed? You know, what's this project? What's the ask? What's their deliverables? Like, do we need character artists? Do we need vehicles? Do we need, you know, like, do we need someone at production level, you know, um, production design designer level, you know, that can really talk to the director and talk more philosophical and really understand the world before we even design it, you know, it's, um, mm -hmm. and we might not even get into the design. It's just like, feeling our way through right of like here's some some images to help them write their script you know so it's it's all different levels really i mean and every project's different so you just which i i love because it also keeps me on my toes where it's like okay well this project's a six week ten week development um and then it may you know extend but you know every project has a, mm. a different need and Time frame. How do you? I mean, how do you approach like? Um, because I'm, I'm imagining that. Uh, so you, you, you always have to hire somebody where you know he, they, they can deliver, right? You need to have somebody who, worst, like if, if, if it really shit hits the fan, that you know, like, okay, he can, he can save my butt, so to speak. Um, and then I guess, um, is there always room to hire like a wild card to say like, hey, this would be interesting if he could maybe bring that something else to the table. Um, that that nobody has thought about, and and but I guess you need to balance these, uh, these, yeah. these different. Definitely, yeah. I know. I definitely I like hiring wild cards every now and then because then it's like it gives me an opportunity to work with somebody new. It's like mm. try them out, and you know. Um, but then I have, and it's also I think sometimes like if the budget's small and um, you know I can only hire like mm. one artist or two artists, it's like. There's a lot on the one artist, right? Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I got another artist too. So, you know, there's a balance where it's not all on like mm. one person's shoulders. But I do, um, 
I do like to hire the one because it's an opportunity. You know, how am I going to work with a uh, try out new artists? Mm. But I also have um, in my back pocket. I I know, you know. I mean that I'm going to have deliverables, but right. this is an opportunity to mm-hmm. learn. You know, try. And I do like abstract and. You know, I feel like there's just so like, for instance, at Magic Leap, we hired an artist who isn't even a concept artist. I just saw his work on ArtStation. I reached out. He lives in Portugal. And, you know, he's like, I work in IT. I just draw on my. <laughs> on, yeah, literally. Like, he's like, I just do this for fun. And I'm like, well, I love your stuff. Like, and he was very upfront. He's like, I don't know if I can you know he's like i'm flattered i'd love to be hired by you but i have this day job and you know i make art you know like as an artist and you know in his free time and he's like i don't know if i can work with the demands Mm -hmm. and i said okay i totally understand so we ended up licensing one of his images and you know he was very like what do I charge? And I'm like, I don't know, whatever you want. But I was also like giving him, you know, like this is what an artist charges a day. Usually like this is a range. So however many days it took you to make this in, you know, like mm. what, you know, what's your rate? I can't tell you what to charge us, but I yeah, try yeah. to give him That's some nice. kind of, um, yeah. But you know, he, he's, uh, he's great you know i wish you know but i also understand like um like my job i don't want to stress people out like i feel like art i know you know they say you can't rush art and all this stuff but obviously we have deadlines and things like Mm -hmm. that that we have to if it was just like oh whenever then you know it'd be weeks and weeks before anyone would submit anything because you would paint you know forever and like oh i could you could work on an image forever right until you're like okay it's done um but yeah so i just yeah do you do you do you ever um, balance try to balance out maybe if you know you have like a bigger project and you know like okay because the production designer director you can't exchange them right so it's it's gonna be very difficult to to so do you ever go like, okay, I know this artist is good, but I think this is going to cause a lot of problems in the way they work. And like, I know this production designer likes to work in a certain way um, mm-hmm. and needs his artist to be like this and that. And um, like, is there, is, are there ever, ever any cases like that where you think like, okay, this is going to cause a lot of problems. Like Emmanuel is just so like terrible with this. Like, I know he's not going to be <laughs> like the director will not like that. So is that is that too high baited <laughs> diva right he's a diva no actually well yeah there there's a production designer i've worked with who is really not into um 3d like whenever he mm. sees like great like he's just like uh you know like he wants to see sketches and breathe and mm. you know so if there's an artist that's like amazing 3d modeler you know that also does concept you know it's like a lot of you guys are doing Mm. work in 3d um but he's very like i feel the computer and like he can't get past that you know so it's like and i know he's like that so like even when we present stuff because obviously we have to get into 3d right Mm, i mean it's just um so well, you might want to touch like, on that too when you have a chance the 3d aspect when you have yeah well yeah yeah no um so like for instance 
you know, we were already getting into a 3D model, but we rendered it out to look like a clay model and it was received a lot better because the gray, you know, it's just the way it's lit and it's that gray, you know, model thing, I think just bumps him because it's got like no emotion. It's just so like dead, right? Before you can light it, render it. But, you know, obviously we have to look at things in 3D sometimes um, to like get all those details but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you kind of, you know, it's just with experience, like working with certain people, you're like, okay, they don't like this or they, you know, or, and then knowing the artists too, like, oh, they're going to bump heads or, you know, cause there's also this like alpha, right. That goes on every end of just some of the senior artists sometimes. Um, but yeah, do you want to get into 3D or? Well, no, no, I mean, I because I just wonder, you know, part of whenever I ask about the portfolios, like how important is knowing 3D? Because uh, some other people out there, maybe they don't know any 3D or, you know, how important is it? To yeah, I, mean, it? I think, well, you know, where we're at now, obviously, like 3D is a faster way to work, right? I mean, working with a bunch of those guys at Lucasfilm and ILM, like, they would work in Moto or Maya and like do a rough model and they could like, you know, they could do a full on painting like or a couple in one day, you know, like when I was on Star Wars, I was amazed at the amount of work that was being produced in a very short amount of time. Like I was stunned because I, I mean, I, I don't even know how they were doing. It. I was just like, wow, that's a lot because they were all great images too. It's not just like, oh, here's some rough sketches. They were like, like you know just full full-on beautiful imagery um you know i i think 3d is good obviously like uh, you know it's a it helps with um like certain types of show because if we have a 3d model that we can actually like a concept model that we can you know give to models as a start like our models mm -hmm. department um it's not necessary you know it's not like we have to have it but it does help you know just to like because everything's um you know if we just have a concept um uh, which is like an amazing concept but then when you start to bring it into 3d it starts breaking you know sometimes the characters it's like oh well their arm can't go up because the shoulder you know just once it starts getting into motion the model and the concept starts to you know not break but you have to do a lot of um little minor redesign changes to make it work and you know what might have looked awesome on a page you know doesn't work when you move it into the 3d environment um i think 3d i mean it's good to obviously like in today's day i think most people know 3d but it's not necessary you know i've worked with some artists that are just like super fast painter and you know and i love speed painting and you know just that painter it's really dependent on the project you know like i feel like every artist should really um do what you know not to feel like like i get questions too like oh when you're hiring do you want to see this you know and i feel like artists they i mean you guys know more than anything but um you just do what feels right for you you know like if you like i've worked with an older artist where he's like I can't learn 3D and he's like stressing himself out and trying to learn and he's like I'm failing and I can't keep up with these young people you know but I'm like yeah but you do really awesome images like 
you know, or sketches and these people in 3D, they can't even draw, you know, it's like they, everyone's got their tools. Right. Um, and sometimes the pencil sketch, like just doing these rough things is it's how you communicate, right. Ideas, whether it's your sketch or 3D. I mean, you know, no artist should be like, Oh, I got to do this or I got to do that. I got to keep up, you know, because really I think what people look at is what, you're good at you know whether they come to you like oh I want your pencil sketches you know um or not pencil you know but I do like I mean I love Ian McKegg's stuff you know like he's got so much life in every one of his images and that's like another thing I think is what I'm looking for is every image like is telling a story like you can see a beautiful rendered image but if I look at it and I feel nothing you know it's like okay like that's a beautiful image it's like photography right um we get we see all these beautiful photographs all the time but is there any emotion in it is there any like do I am I just passing through looking at it you know for a couple seconds or what draws me to it to look at it longer you know um but yeah I don't know I'm just rambling (laughs) No, no, no. I think that's that's perfect. I mean, uh, personally, uh, and and I'm of the opinion of, um, I I've never been, I've I've always been a proponent of somebody who's very focused on, um, being themselves, uh, and 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 being their truest artist, and, uh, you know, because I give a lot of feedback to students, um, and you know, I'm giving feedback on behalf of what I think. Um, if I was hiring, what would I look for? And typically I look for people who are very good at what they do. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't care if they use 3d, 2d or whatever, but you have to be really good and to mm-hmm. get really good. You have to be very focused, uh, because you know, if you know, I got for the longest time I was the environment slash sort of keyframe guy, um, and I think if you want to, you know, slowly introduce other areas, that's fine. But I think initially uh, you need to have a area of focus. Um, and I think it's important uh, because otherwise, you know, they, they, they will be just so, so in everything. Um, right. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I definitely I mean, like, I don't know how you guys do this stuff because like I'll try and draw and yeah, it takes years and years of practice, right? I mean, to get good at your craft. And if you are all over the place, right? Like, oh, I'm doing a little bit here. You like you are um never like fully committed to one or the other. And I think there's always a lot of stress to I, I've used the word stress a lot in this call. Maybe it's because I'm secretly stressed out of <laughs> my daily life. Um but I think if you're constantly trying to like jump around, like, oh, well, the people are doing this and that, and like you feel this um, competitiveness of like, I got to keep up. But I think if you're just really good at what you do, you know, it's like, you know, this yeah, I mean, is it's... who I am, you know, and uh, people like it, hopefully. And, you know, I think variety is in ha- being able to, you know, however you want to do it. But, um, but you know showing some kind of variety because i mean like if you look at certain directors or you know like they do have a certain style like you know like tim burton right it's like he's always got that style like he is you know venturing into other areas but it's like you know and you know that's the style and i guess that with an artist too it's like okay well you know you kind of know what you get right or what you're gonna get 
Yeah, I, I think that's that's valid, and and I, I especially like the story when you you know, said you were at the art station and you found this artist and you really liked his work, and I I think um, that's him being true to himself, and I think that whatever you you know you do out there as an artist, uh, first of all, ask yourself whether it's something you actually really enjoy doing and believe in uh, because it'll show it'll show in the work itself and you know I think you're, what you're saying is also more pragmatic it's just like okay you know if you can widen your style a little bit so that people know your range then mm -hmm. it just only helps you you know sort of land that job right because you mm -hmm. might fall into the range of of whatever that you know the more the longer the bigger the range the easier it is you're going to find a job right because if you do sci-fi, fantasy, and modern day, I mean, you're covering all the bases. But you know, ultimately, in the end, I just want to make sure that people, you know, feel they really are their hearts in it, um, right? And not yeah. not just not just range for range's sake, because oh yeah, then, then it's, and it's like it shows. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know, it's easy to like see that too. Like, I feel like everyone's you know making all these comic book movies, right? So it's like all these comic book style and actually there's a director that we're starting to work with now and he's like too comic booky too comic booky like he's totally oh, that's the other thing it's like we've all seen certain stuff a lot done a lot of different ways right which is fine you know like um but it is finding that like I think standing out and just being your own thing if you know like that stay true to yourself you know don't try and like oh i gotta do this because that's what this and you know because i think um yeah it's so important to to stand out in your own way right and yeah i mean think about this if now um you've you're looking at on our station at someone's portfolio right and they let's just say they they have a bunch of pieces and you know you're liking what you're seeing right and at some point you see one image that's like whoa what like, has that happened to you? Yeah. And yeah. what do you do I'm when like, you see that? <laughs> like, what was it? That doesn't work. Like, why did yeah, they yeah. Like, that Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of times when we look at portfolios, we're like, good, yeah. good, good, good. And then it's like, what is, what were you thinking of putting that piece in? You know, like, it was so, it wasn't up to the quality of what was right. shown before. And I, our advice always is, right, Jan, is like, you're only as good as your worst piece. Now, from your point of view, is that true? Or or do you kind of give more leeway? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think you guys, you know, obviously you're the hardest on yourselves and each other, right? <laughs> no, but, I'm no. I'm harsh on, on, on other people's portfolio. Very harsh. Yeah. No, but I think you're honest. And obviously, you, I mean, I do like say, okay, well, maybe, you know, it is it's about editing process right it's like okay like even with photography or whatever it's like okay here's a, a bunch of images like i like them all for certain reasons you know that i feel right attached to them but it's always the one that you're it, this is interesting like sometimes you're like i don't know if i should put that up there and that's usually like the image that everybody loves that you're unsure of but then the ones that you're like so sure of are sometimes the ones that are like you know, not that, um, but yeah, no, when I see that, I kind of try and let it go. Cause I think it's just really the editing process. Like not everyone's good at everything, you know, like, okay, I could paint beautiful images. I know how to edit, 
and figure out my best portfolio. You know, you have to cut some people slack, but you know, if they have a couple of questionable images, then yeah, it does take away the value of the whole portfolio. Like, you know, to see it all in a collection, right? Because you're like, okay, that's a bit odd. But, you know, I try yeah, to... Yeah, because exactly at what point do you go, well, all right, one, okay, two, wait a minute. Like, because at some point, you know, like you're like, good, 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 good. And then if one image is like your perspective is all wrong, and then it, that leads me to go, which one are you? Are you the wrong perspective right. person or are you the right? Like, what? where's the disconnect? And Is the this fact a that different you, person? Right, and the <laughs> fact that you would put it there means you yeah. have some questionable, like, sort of uh, ideas of what should be shown. In What's which case, good. when yeah. I work with that person, then what? Like, are they... Am I going to get questionable results? You know, this is how I think. Um, and I know it's very, <laughs> you know, I'm. No, I'm... you bring up a really good point. No, I think, you know, that like normally I, to be honest, like I haven't hired anyone with questionable images in their portfolio, but I'm sure you see a lot of those. You know, so I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe one bad, you know, and it's just the editing process, right? Um, but yeah, I do. I have had the experience where sometimes people are big talkers and they have a really amazing portfolio. And then I've worked with them and it's that hasn't been the most amazing. Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, maybe it took them, you know, weeks to make this image. But they're like, oh, I could do that in like three days. And, you know, I want people to be honest. I'm not trying to like breathe down their throat like well how long is it going to take you I'm just trying to set my schedule you know and be you know have a conversation of like you know but yeah I think being honest too right um because you do wonder like is this even the same person or like how did they put all this images or they talk a big game and then you know you have them on the project for a week and they deliver like so so stuff you know and then you're like okay well maybe they just you know and I, I obviously like any new project people need to warm up too you know like you can't go in straight away like okay um you know amazing most people some people can do that like you Emmanuel but uh <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> no I, I, I mean there's I a warm-up period you know no like, I mean it's yeah. nice that you're so thoughtful of sort of the artist, because I've worked with a lot of different um, people in your position and I, I am not afforded that kind of slack. Uh, I'll tell you that much, you know, it's, it's like, all right, we're, you're turning this in and doing that. And, and it's burned me out. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I, I have no qualms, you know, being honest. I mean, that's what this podcast is all about is being honest, right? I mean, it's not about fluff or anything. I mean, and, and I certainly am, just being straight up when I say a lot of these people um, f for me in particular uh, have burned me out. So I would seek out people like Nicole to work with. Uh, sometimes it may not be the most cool project, you know, it's not, you don't, you know, but it's the people you, you work with, in my opinion, that that's really going to uh, make it uh, a good project. Um, or experience. Yeah. So that's how that's how I feel. But a lot of these, you know, portfolio questions is from, you know, students, you know, it's from people who are still studying. Right. So they, they are going to have times and they, they don't know. Right. Whether it's uh, 
they're putting in the right images and stuff like that. It happens. Um, Jan, did you have any more questions? Yeah, I have one last question, I think. And uh, we're, we're hitting close to the hour mark. So um, maybe we should slowly wrap things up because it's late for you guys. But so one last question. I, and I don't know. It's just um, something I thought about. How much do you think is like uh, social media in general and, and also like um, the kind of algorithms that websites like Instagram, Twitter, and also ArtStation use to push up certain kind of images that are getting a lot of likes to be then seen more often? Like how much do you think that is influencing like your decision-making process and, and the visual development of projects in general? Do you think it, it does leave a mark? Because, I mean, you can't spend months on ArtStation to find, to find exactly that image that you want, right? It's like, okay, I have a certain amount of time. I need to hire these people. And, well, ArtStation Art is going to throw you a certain kind of images on your monitor based on your past browsing history and all right. these things, right? Like, do you think it leaves a mark? Do you think it, it, it has an effect? Oh, yeah, probably. I'm sure because, you know, obviously, like, yeah, I only have a certain amount of time to look for artists and I type in certain keywords or, you know, like, I follow a bunch of artists on Instagram and I think, you know, like, I'm a very visual person. So it's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw an image like that. And then sometimes I'm like, shit, who is that? Or, you know, it's like trying to backtrack and find out who that artist is because we're constantly bombarded mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. so much information and images and you know that you you do like obviously certain ones like they'll say in my head but I'm not going to remember everyone's name or you know I will re I'll try to remember like oh where did I see mm -hmm. that or you know like I know you guys post each other's work which I think is fantastic because it's a way to share you know other people's work that you like and you know, for someone like me, um, I get to find new people through you guys sometimes, mm. you know, through social media. But yeah, obviously, social media is, uh, you know, artists have asked me that too, where it's like, oh, is it really important to have like a million followers on Instagram or, you know, and I think it doesn't hurt, but it is like some artists, they're really really amazing artists like they're not on social media at all mm. like they're just like not cut out for that and they're probably not as known as in like you know globally right but in our artist community and circle they're very well known but you know it's also like they they're just not cut out for social media right but um I mean, everyone else knows about their stuff, but I guess it does. It's it's kind of a yeah. Social media is a uh, it's important, but I, I hate to say that it's that important. You know, I don't want to say that um, that's like the deciding factor. It doesn't hurt though, right? I mean, getting um, um, exposure and things mm. like that. So when you go to our station, are you looking at like the trending? You know, what's trending is that you know what 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 do you yeah, how are you I, finding I look at that yeah uh -huh. i look at that but i just try and type in like keywords of like certain types of art and you know i guess through like metadata right it's searching mm -hmm. like um, if you're looking for like a midi if you have a medieval movie coming up you might look up castles and fantasy and stuff like that yeah or like yeah historical or you know there's <laughs> which you know by the way i'm like you know, obviously we see a lot of sci-fi and fantasy, but 
you know, it, it is, it's like, I don't know. I feel like certain genres are like where we are in films today, or it's like, you know, we're in this comic book phase and there's a bunch of comic book type stuff, but I am interested to in seeing like a lot of, like people's styles that you know they want to produce that's so different you know where i'm like oh that's great like i haven't seen that you know because every director's mm -hmm, famous mm -hmm. words is like i want something no one's seen before yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so actually, i actually do have one. just one just oh, one ahead. last yeah, thing yeah, before go, go, you go. can ask your question go, go, go. um i just wanted to let people just while we're hearing this i think it's very important for people to write proper image titles description and tags into the images because so many times i see awesome stuff on artstation and it's called personal work number 45 and then the description <laughs> the description <laughs> yes. is something i did in my I'm free guilty. time and then like okay it's a fantastic castle that looks amazing but nobody who looks for types and no castles is never going to see it. it so that's just something for you guys out there to do properly anyway so emmanuel please last question no, that's that's it that no yeah. that's a great yeah. point because actually i haven't really thought about that um and that's why I asked, like, how do you search? I'm like, because I've never done that search because uh, coming, I'm coming from the artist's <laughs> point of view. Uh, but OK, so I so a final question for me would be um, I'm sure you get contacted a lot and I'm sure you contact people. What what are some of the, the, the top etiquette um, advice do you have to give, like in terms of like it could be anything from email etiquette to, you know, like things that you, you wish, okay, uh, you need, you know, that turns me off. You need to improve that. Or maybe these things I really, you know, look for like a well-crafted email gets me every time, you know, what, you know, whatever, mm. anything. Yeah. 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 You know, I get um, LinkedIn, you know, emails every now and then. And, you know, some of it's like, I mean, not so much from personal art or, you know, artists, but, um, uh, it's like spamish or it's like or i you know when people are constantly contact like i do like a polite email like hey you know um i'm interested in working with you guys or you know and sharing their portfolio and you know totally i think it's great for people to reach out but um and i do you know think somewhat of persistence is good but it, it is also sometimes like okay like Thank you, you know, like, because I might not have a project or they might be like super animation style and we are getting into animation at Weta, you know, but timing and things like that. I mean, etiquette wise, I think um, it's good to be known, right, to like reach out, but it's also, um, I don't know, I guess if you keep contacting, it's like, okay, like, calm down a little bit, right? Like, anybody that's like, hey, but it's also like the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? So you're kind of like, you know, I, I can't blame them for trying. But I think the spam, like the constant, you know, if it's like, it feels like they're sending that email to everybody, then it feels a bit like, eh, yeah, a well-crafted email that seems more thoughtful and not just like I'm going to send the same email to like 20 different people and hopefully I get a response like you know you could kind of mm. read well, through that if they if they send you an email saying hey you know I, I I've researched Weta and that's just I love the projects that they've worked on and I would really like to add opportunity versus hey check out my portfolio um, you know like because that's what you're saying right I mean basically is uh, uh, be a little bit more personal and specific um, to the person you're emailing. Like for you, for instance, right now you're working for Weta 
at least know what weather is uh, and address right. it and talk about that because a lot of people's emails is just, hey, you got a job? I, here's my portfolio. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's very casual. Oh. Yeah. Which, yeah. No, I mean, I, it's good. You know, I mean, most of the time I have to say, like, certain people have reached out. I have kept them in my back of my head, but um, some of them, the portfolios just aren't like, the Unless right they're bit. that good, right? Unless they're that good that you go, all right. <laughs> but, but yeah, you make you're that good. Usually the people whose portfolio is that good, they don't write these kind of emails. No. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I know. They're usually booked. <laughs> yeah, they usually you write them the emails. So. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I think a lot of people here, uh, you know, and I think because these are questions that through the last year of the podcast that we've done, I've actually gotten asked quite a few times, you know, uh, and we've even have episodes on the, uh, you know, etiquette, you know, sort of what is the right etiquette. And, and, you know, there's no hard and fast rule, but if you're being genuine, um, and sincere, uh, that can never go wrong ever. Uh, and, and I, I just, you know, wanted to see, you know, from your point of view, because I, you're such a positive person that it's, it's hard, no, to, I'm not. It's hard <laughs> to grab any, uh, you know, stuff out from you because, um, because you're nice. I mean, that's why I like working with you. But I mean, for me, I'm just like, yeah, I don't like that. Um, I'm well, very you know, straight. I, you know, how I got my first job in this gig, I sent an email, right, to some, like, I knew a friend who knew someone at ILM, uh, you know, someone, a uh, VFX supervisor, and I crafted this email, like, you know, and I thought, okay, how many people reach out to this guy trying to get a job, you know, trying to get my foot in the door, and I really tried to, you know, be very genuine and honest, and like, hey, this is my experience, I want to work you know, at this company, um, here's my resume, you know, and I really spent my time and wrote the email and I didn't hear back for like months. And I was just like, okay, well, you know, let me just keep going. And then all of a sudden I got a response and he's like, let's talk on the phone. And I was like floored because, um, you know, I'm like, wow, I'm going to talk to someone at ALM. And, you know, he was really nice. And he's like, I remember when I was starting out and, you know, we all remember starting out. It's, it's hard, right? It's like, how do I, how do I get a job if I don't have a ton of experience and just out of school or I want to move into this area? But, and, you know, there, it, it's not easy, right? I mean, to pivot and, but we do, if a genuine written email, you know, that worked out for me, I got a response three months later and a phone call, but it is, it is important, I think, you know, cause we all start mm, somewhere yeah. and that guy was just like, eh, another person, like just trying to get a job. Like I wouldn't have been on the path I've, yeah. I've been on. I mean, know? if, if that was a generic email, maybe that would have been it. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure that because your only form of contact was the email, there even even there isn't even a portfolio to speak mm. of, like to go, oh, okay, maybe my it's that email, and I think most people don't realize that it's the email. I mean, the portfolio. I'm assuming everybody's on the level, right? You, you're decent, but if you can't write something about why you want to work with that person. Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. That might be difficult. It's also about... Or what yeah, makes stand yeah. you out. What makes you stand out from the 20 oh, other yeah, okay, stand out, yeah. yes. Okay. But yeah. it, it, it also comes... I just wanted to uh, say something and wrap up, I think. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's also about... It's also about... Um, 
that that's somebody taking a chance on you right and and it's it's also then about like uh, us paying that forward right and i think i think you did that i mean the, the, just thinking about the i mean the person at rlm who said like hey maybe we should give nicole a chance right and then also you telling us the stories of like how you hired that portuguese guy and and helping him along right i mean who knows maybe it really like really changed his perspective on the job he wants to do maybe he's actively trying to pursue to be an artist now you never know right and um i think i mean i remember the the many years ago when when emmanuel without knowing me actually recommended me for for a different job at a company which kind of really kick-started my freelance career right and and now i think we're trying to a little bit with with the podcast to again pay it forward to to help other people in the industry to um, um have a better start or, or have a better career right but um without without um, patting ourselves too much on the shoulder here i think it's it's a good point to to wrap this episode up and um just wanted to say like thank you so much for taking the time uh, so, so late in your day on a weekend to to talk to us and talk to our our awesome audience here and uh, thanks again for 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 all the great advice and uh, good luck with with uh, your job at weta and uh, I hope you won't get too many messages on LinkedIn now when everybody wants to work with you now. If you're right, be sincere. <laughs> exactly. Behave yeah, yourself. no, I, I actually am looking for new artists all the time. So, yeah, don't be afraid to write. But I might not get back right away just because, uh, you know, it takes I got other a bunch of things going on. But no, thank you guys for having me. And yeah, I, you know, like I love working with artists and I love meeting new artists and I, I want to keep building our portfolio um we are you know weta dev is getting into all different types of projects and different styles and animation and you know so we're always looking for you know a variety of styles and um you know like emmanuel you know you, you said like kind of you know be true to yourself because it, it really shows like you know it, People can see through your portfolio a little bit of like who you are, I think, or what you're trying to share, show as an artist. And yeah, but um, thank you so much. Great. Okay. To all our listeners, uh, thank, you. thank you so much for tuning in again. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment and subscribe and let us know in the comments if you want to hear more or interviews like that from different areas not only from artists directly but also from the production side um, in any case uh, thank you so much again for listening and uh, see you guys in the next episode thank you bye